what I believe we need to see is a changing approach by employers to the way that they, they interact with the people that work for them. And that includes how they get paid. So I firmly believe that it's every employer's responsibility to look after the best interests of the people that work for them. And if it means that you can pay them in a way that suits that individual, then we should do that. I don't think the individual should be paying for that. I believe that it should be an employer's responsibility to be paying for any form of earned wage access. And we as a business know that this works. Welcome to the Payroll Podcast, the show that explores the latest insights and innovations in the world of payroll. I'm Nick Day, founder of JGA Recruitment, a specialist global payroll search firm. I'm also a qualified executive coach and a recognized Reward 300 member. And my goal for this show is clear, is to bring you expert guests and payroll leaders who are driving this industry forward. From cutting edge technologies and trends to compliance, analytics, automation, leadership strategies and more, we're going to cover it all on this show to help you to deliver accurate and timely payrolls across your organisations. So let's join together in raising the strategic profile of payroll worldwide. Grab your coffee or your favourite beverage and let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Payroll Podcast. My name is Nick Day, CEO at JGA Recruitment Group, and we're specialist payroll recruiters. And I'm really excited today to welcome Rupert Lee Brown to the show, a fantastic personality, but more importantly, the CEO and founder of Caxton. Now, after founding Caxton in 2002 with just £25,000 in capital, Rupert successfully managed to drive the business towards a £1 billion turnover, and he's made it one of the UK's first payment fintech success stories. Cax are now working with accounting firms, payroll bureaus, in-house payroll operations, so you may already be familiar with their proposition, but ultimately they help reduce stress and risk when it comes to payroll time. And that's what we're all about on this show. Now, as CEO, he leads Caxton's strategy for building innovative technology for payments. And we're going to be talking about that in more detail during the course of this episode. But also, he helps ensure that Caxton as a company remains at the forefront of the payroll industry. And we're going to find out exactly how he's achieving that as well. So do stay tuned. Subsequently, I would say Rupert has become an influential authority on the ups and downs of business. But more importantly than that, in the context of this show, he's also become an influential authority on the future of payroll payments. So that's why I've invited him to be with us today on the Payroll Podcast. Rupert Lee Brown, welcome to the show. How are you feeling today? Fabulous, Nick. Thank you very much for for having us on. Can't wait to get started. It's It's a subject I'm really passionate about, talking about technology, talking about innovation, the future of payments. Before we jump into that, though, I'm going to ask you the first question I ask all my guests, which is this. What does the word payroll mean to you? I would say that payroll is fundamental to society. And what it means is that uh, families can eat, they can house themselves, they can buy goods and services from other companies that in turn employ other people. um, And that in turn enables families to eat. And I would say for society to actually operate properly. So it is, it is absolutely fundamental to the way that we live our lives and it needs to be done securely, properly, uh, with integrity, on time, to the right person, the right place with the right amount of money. So Fantastic. it's, um, yeah. Yeah, who are to that? I think, yeah, what a great start. Now, um, Caxton obviously are currently driving the future of payments. And I was really interested when I saw or into my research here about when you formed your business, because you mentioned off air, I had a, a Caxton card myself 
I've had it for many years. I must have been one of your first customers. I've been really excited yeah. and interested in watching the journey of Caxton as it's grown uh, in, in, during that time. But you really are, have been supporting people to remove the friction, I would say, from the payroll process. And you've been doing that by driving innovation, looking at the future of payments. I wonder if you could just talk to me a little bit about some of those innovations and how you've been driving that change. Sure. Well, I mean, over 20 years, every market changes quite dramatically uh, from start to finish. So we've seen an enormous amount of change. And as as you recall, we didn't start out as a, as a payroll payments business. Um, back then, all payments went through banks, um, yeah. and particularly banks. And um, there wasn't really an opportunity for, 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 for vast amounts of, of change within the payments industry. It was all done by banks. Now, uh, we focused on one thing back then, which was international payments. And um, so that was a bit of an art form, a bit of a black art too. So trying to get money to uh, to foreign countries with uh, foreign banks, um, basically frequently denying they had funds, all sorts of things like that. I mean, every single problem you could ever imagine with a payment, we know about because we've gone through it. And over the years, what we've tried to do is, as you say, to smooth out the friction. Um, we've tried to smooth out the friction by by introducing technology where it's relevant, uh, by simplifying the process for for for, for everybody, for particularly for our clients. Um, but more importantly, ensuring that when automation is relevant, that we've that we've been building a system or a process that that can that can speed things up or make it better. I mean, when when we started. The only way to send money overseas was through a bank. The only way to send a payment domestically was through a bank. And um, little by little, we've seen more and more opportunities. And payroll uh, payroll now we see as, as a phenomenal opportunity for change in terms of payments. Um, uh, we before we kept, before we really entered the, the payroll market, we um, we looked very carefully at where the where the sticking points were where the difficulties were um, and where we could make a difference. And we we considered all sorts of op, you know, opportunities, but actually we, we kind of came back to what we know best, which is the payment piece, the getting them yeah. the right money to the right person, the right place at the right time. It, it leads me to something then that um, maybe this has changed. I mean, I, I don't process payroll, although I'm, I'm immersed in the world and the industry in a 24-7. But I, my understanding is we're still pretty much on most payroll problems are still pretty on predominantly using banks as their predominant conduit for yeah. payroll purposes. Yeah. But from listening to that, that would suggest that actually maybe we don't need to anymore. There are new ways. There's obviously new innovations, Caxton being one. Yeah. Why are we so, so reliant on what we used to do? And why have we not, why was this not moving forward a little bit quicker? Well, uh, again, if we, if we come back to, to your first question, which is, you know, what is payroll to us? Payroll is about the foundations of society and, when you when you've got something so important, you don't want to change that. Um, if something's working, kind of, then you kind of you 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 um, you cope with the difficulties, um, yeah. but you really don't want to try um, uh, adventurous new ways um, that uh, that that might or might not work. So payroll as a payroll as a um, as as a process is necessarily conservative. And change within it is necessarily very slow. It needs to be slow because it needs to be absolutely certain that um, that the risks are removed from any from any change. Um, now, uh, even ten years ago, even five years ago, the concept of handing over your payroll payments to anything other than a bank, a bank 
to do backs to do a backs pen was you know pretty unheard of um yeah and yet in the in the last five years what we've seen is the introduction of um of a number of technologies and and systems and processes and regulations as well the regulatory landscape has changed that enables Caxton to uh to do payments actually slightly better than banks do at the moment um outside the backs framework so the backs framework is is um pretty much bulletproof um i think that most payroll bureaus uh, people in payroll would would accept that but the problem is that it's not bulletproof and we did a, a survey recently um of payroll professionals and uh, a, a whopping 86% of respondents said that um uh, at some point recently backs has failed them um and they and they need to have a backup for that backs process now backs as a as a um, as a payment process is um it is robust but it is very old technology and it takes a hell of a long time for for to to set up and to manage and we know that with particularly with faster payments allied with other other bits of technology and other payment methods we can speed that up giving that time back to uh to finance teams to payroll teams uh to either service their clients better or service more clients so um what we do, what we do we we specialize in doing um in doing payments for payroll using faster payments um sure. that gives that gives the um the 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 bureau or the client or the accountancy firm or anyone involved in this particular process um much much more time back and the flexibility to make changes because things go wrong i mean nick you and i've been in business for a long time um you're considerably younger than i am but um <laughs> but we but we know that that you know best one in the world things can go wrong yeah. and when they do you need to be agile and uh flexible um it to in order to actually in order to resolve those problems you know it's a it's a it's a it's a straightforward business business situation that, that we that we that we like to change which is solving problems the one question i want to ask you Rupert, because i know that in addition to faster payments and, and payroll expertise you're also a bit of an expert when it comes to cybersecurity. and one thing i've talked a lot about in my writing and in my blogs is the fact that actually with the innovation advancements that we're seeing in, in the world of technology, we also need to be very, very aware of the data security, um, I guess, issues that may arise. When we're seeing mm. cyber attacks massively on the rise, payroll data is going to be ripe for potential attacks. We're dealing with money. We're dealing with personal data. Um, so with that in mind, what are the kind of considerations that payroll professionals need to be aware of as we start to embrace the world of innovation and, and, and automation and, and, and new technology? Without, without a doubt, the the whole question of cybersecurity is one of the biggest uh, biggest issues facing uh, not just individuals and businesses but governments too. Um, the, the 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 level of hacking that's going on is 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 out of control, and it is being done not just by um, uh, fraudsters but also by nation states. So um, the the need for businesses and individuals. Um, to understand the risks that we are running uh, whilst using any form of computer equipment that's connected to to the internet um, are quite considerable. And um, I can never understate the dangers that we all face. Um, 
what we try to do at Caxton is to is to maintain the um, the strongest and mo- most robust systems available um, to ensure that not only are we uh, is our business safe, but more importantly that our clients' money and their personal data is kept is kept sure. safe as well. So, so the, the 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 there is a phenomenal risk right now to businesses who are running payroll of personal data going missing. And if we look at um, um, if we look at Royal Mail International as a classic example, you know they suffered an enormous hack, uh, ransomware attack, and the ransomware attackers uh, basically put a whole load of personal data about their Royal Mail International's team on on the web. Um, this is just this is just a situation that nobody wants to be in at all. So I have to urge every company to to consider how they view cybersecurity and to ensure that they invest heavily in not just the technology, but the cultural piece as well. The cultural piece is vital in all of this because um, so technology is all very well, but it's it's when it's com- it's when it's combined with people that's when it's really strong. And yeah. got, uh, we, 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 we all need to understand that it's as much about the cultural way in which we deal with these things as, as, as the technological way. So culturally, um, uh, individuals within organizations need to play their part in thinking about what they're doing, thinking about the messages they're getting, making sure, sure. they're not clicking on on just random links that look as though they're, they're enticing or interesting. Um, but... companies too need to back up that cultural piece with sufficient technology to protect them and the technology is out there to do it without a doubt um i think that's something that i I quite like though then because this is this for me gives a good a good indication a good reason why payroll professionals need to be considering changing and advancing their technologies data security being just one of those considerations the other consideration you mentioned slightly earlier in the show was talking about the link between employee experience and i suspect now post pandemic in particular there's been quite a realization from c suites that actually good payroll fundamentally supports the relationship of their employees right and and the employee experience in particular which i've talked a lot about on the yeah. show so with that in mind and with other innovations that we're seeing a lot out there some of them are quite controversial one in particular being on demand pay um I guess if we maybe we can start with that solution to begin with, but I know that things yeah. like earned wage access is something that not all payroll professionals necessarily agree with. They have questions about the compliance uh, nature of it. But I would also argue that if employees are demanding that kind of service, that it's an inevitability to a certain degree that it's going to come in because employee experience is, is fundamental to yeah. business yeah. success. Where do you stand on it? It, uh, you're right. It is controversial. And I think the reason it's controversial is because there have been a number of solutions that have come in that haven't necessarily had the had the employee, uh, the employee's best interests at heart. And that's necessarily created some bad feeling towards bits of this industry. Mm-hmm. I think that um, if I can if I can widen the whole question, because um, what we've got here, particularly post pandemic, is a is a changing um, a changing environment and changing relationship between employees and employers. And um, if you mix in that change and the current uh, cost of living crisis, and boy, is it is it tough for Absolutely. vast, vast swathes of society. Uh, you know, nobody is untouched on this one. Um, what we what we what I believe we need to see is a changing approach by employers to uh, the way that 
they um, they interact with with the people that um, that that work for them, um, and that includes how they get paid. So, um, every, I, I firmly believe that it's it's every employer's responsibility to look after the the um, uh, look after the best interests of the people that work for them, and if it means that you can um, you can pay them in a way that suits that individual then we should do that. I don't think the individual should be paying for that. I believe that it should be an employer's responsibility to be paying sure. for any form of earned wage access. Um, uh, and we as a business know that this works. And 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 also think about, think creatively about the way that you can um, think creatively about the way that uh, employers can pay their staff. We've, we've got a, um, we've got a, a, a number of clients some of whom are um, employing um, uh, migrant workers who come into the country um, and previously where they were paying them in cash because the the, the workers couldn't get a British bank account. Um, they were paying them cash, which and 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 the and, and the, the employees were being targeted um, by fraudsters and thieves who would basically just rip them off because they knew they had cash on them. Yeah. Um, so the so the solution that that, that we provide is um, is using our our card technology, uh, using our card systems, um, and so we we basically made sure that the payment went onto cards, which are inherently safer than cash. So there are there are, there are ways that employers can think about what about the way that people are being paid, uh, not just the frequency, um, and they can build that into um, programs that. That are uh, that are very very much employee friendly. Um, I think as employers, we we just need to we just need to put ourselves in the shoes of everybody that works for us and understand exactly how tough it really is right now, and see what we can do about um, about helping people out. Sure, no, that's, that's a good response. And actually, something that's worth then you've highlighted something, and I know that this is something that cacks off in their solution. But the future of payroll solutions, I think, are quite. Um, immersed in the world of APIs. And that's not necessarily something that everyone's fully familiar with at the moment. I know that CACs have an API that supports payroll over the wire. It's got the added benefit of integrating yeah. with payroll professionals so they can create their own authorization and approval flows and various things. But because payroll APIs are still a relatively new phenomenon in the world of payroll, and yet from my perspective, it seems like they're going to play a huge role in the future of payroll. I wonder if you could yeah. just tell us a little bit more about what a payroll API even is and maybe some examples of how Caxon are utilizing that the you know, APIs to, to give a better experience. Yes. So a- API is is the um it's it, it's 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 the technical solution to what is kind of starting to become known as embedded finance or embedded payments. And embedded payments or embedded finance has been around actually for quite some time it's just that it, it's it's been quite limited so if if for example you go and you go and you go to um, a car dealership and you buy a car on a lease um the lease contract that you're signing is not with the garage itself you're signing that with a with a with a financial services provider yeah. in the back end and it may well be branded as audi or or, or bmw or the garage themselves but that's a, that's a, a very good example of embedded finance where the the, the business you're doing business with is is in effect a conduit for the financial service going through. Now, if we if we um, draw that into um, to payroll and payroll payments at the moment uh, or in the past, 
um, the sequence of events is that the um, the, uh, the client company will send uh, a file or files to the payroll bureau who will work out the tax for each individual and then the file will go back to the uh, to the client company and the bank um, uh, usually via email possibly depending on or or it may maybe um, via some sort of file upload um, but it's a manualized process that whole all of those um, those that to and fro of, uh, of files is a manual process and I've actually got to um, you know, load it and send it so with an API, uh, what you've got is a computer talking to another computer. So you take out that human element. Um, um, at the end of a long day, someone might think that they've sent a file, press the send button, but it didn't go. But they didn't check it. Didn't yeah. go. Um, this is just this is these are tiny little things that can go wrong. Um, uh, but with an API, it's all automated. So you've got you've got the the systems talking to systems and and it creates an efficiency that you just don't get with manual payments. Now, if you add in new methodologies of, of how to pay, of, of actually how to pay people, then that whole process becomes even slicker. And uh, if, for example, you're an accountancy firm um, that uh, is, is not able to hold client money and doesn't want the responsibility of, of knowing the client bank details, or having access to the to the client bank account, um, companies like Caxton can, in effect, um, with the right authorizations, of course, drag sure. the money from from the client's bank account and process the payment and make sure that it's all that it's all gone out in time, all from an automated process. And I think this is where the, this is where the future the future really lies. It's in uh, it is in curated automation, and I come back to my whole thing about the the. Um, the, the alliance uh, between automation and people, between technology and people, um, that we we need to concentrate on that rather than fearing that technology is going to take our business away or take our jobs away. You know, we've got to we've got absolutely got to be safe in the knowledge that it's going to help us uh, do things more efficiently um, and therefore reduce the risk of things going wrong in that process. Um, and that that whole that whole piece about people and technology, I I I, I love that bit because it's um, because I see how technology really can help people's jobs. I mean, just to come back to the jobs thing. If we look at uh, the rise of technology over the last fifty years, guess what's happened to unemployment? Well, it's, it's, it's and, and mo- it's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's at an all time low. So we're a fifty year low in terms of, un- of um, in terms of unemployment. So to suggest that technology in itself has stolen people's jobs, unfortunately, is, 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 that's not right. Have you ever asked yourself, how can I recruit payroll staff effectively? Please don't give up on your recruitment project just yet. Here at JGA Payroll Recruitment, we appreciate the difficulties associated with attracting, recruiting and retaining top payroll talent. We also understand just how costly a poor payroll hire can be. JGA Recruitment are a niche payroll recruitment agency who will partner with you to resource payroll candidates who will improve both the accuracy and efficiency of your payroll department. Contact us today on 01727 800 377 or visit jgarecruitment.com to find out more.
There's a great um, report by the um, World Forum of Economics report that talks about how many jobs would be displaced, but actually how many would come in. And the the number was greater in terms of new jobs being created by technology. I mean, I'm a huge fan, and people know that from the show, that we need automation. Automation is one of the most exciting things to impact the payroll industry since I've been in it, which is over 20 years, because it's allowing payroll people to be more strategic, to really get involved with their employees on a more more human-type level, actually, which is really important, and not get, um, you know, held down by the, the the manual tasks that actually don't really play to their strengths in the world of payroll, which is really you know, much more strategic in nature. So I think that's really exciting. I think it's fair to say that um, right now, particularly post-pandemic, we are fully immersed in both a, uh, I guess, a technology and automation type revolution in the world of payroll. Mm-hmm. It seems that suppliers have identified payroll now coming out of the pandemic, has been ripe for advancement, ripe for innovation. I'm seeing more suppliers enter the market than I've ever seen before. And I think that's quite exciting. But there's also, when you see new things come into the market, the aim needs to be mindful about what those solutions are and do they have the robustness and backing to really know that they can deliver what they say they can. So it's the first element. But the second bit is, even if you've done those checks and we see a solution like Caxon, which I'm going to ask you about in just a moment to, to bring that to life for the, for the listeners, because it's, it's quite impressive here. But for those that are really resistant to change, for those we've talked a little bit about before, get here won't get you there. But how do we overcome that resistance? How do we how do we overcome it when there are so many solutions coming into the market that perhaps don't have the credentials or the the history to to mm. support the, what they're potentially saying they can do? Yeah, and I think it's it's really tough for uh, for any business to understand exactly how good any particular supplier is because a, a, a lot of the new players coming in. Um, the reason that they're that they're new is because the technology is new, and the processes are new, um, yeah. and so what you're seeing is is these companies innovating. But it, from my perspective, again, it comes it comes back to the uh, to the risks involved. Um, I'm 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 really proud of the 20 years that that we've um, that where we've been serving our customers, and we can point to our heritage. And also to the to the vast, I mean, the, the, the millions of transactions that we do um, and have done, um, and we can say, you know, we're robust. We've, um, but in order to get there, you know, we've had a journey. Um, sure. uh, sometimes, sometimes it's been um, um, it's been interesting, let's say. <laughs> um, uh, but I think that over the you know, over the over the time, over the, te- the the test of time has genuinely shown that. Um, the model that we adopted very early on um, is is robust. The the business model that we that we have um, uh, have started with and continue with um, ensures the integrity, but most importantly, the security of our clients' money and their data. Um, and I think that 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 with all these things, um, you know, and and a new. A new business can can potentially raise a lot of money. They can employ some interesting people. They can employ some really good people. But these are all brand new businesses that don't necessarily they they haven't necessarily been through the rough patches yeah. and understood really where the problems lie, really where the risks are. Um, and uh, I, I, from our perspective, we believe that gives us a great advantage over any new player that turns up. Because we're a team that's been together for for, for twenty years, um, and we know, you know, you've you've got the same chief executive of, of of the business, just like your business, Nick. 
yeah for sure um, i i think it's a very fair very fair comment and i know from being in this market i've seen new players come in and disappear almost as quickly as they've come in you wonder where they've gone and that's sometimes because they haven't you know haven't got that heritage that you talk about Um, but actually it's not just about heritage it's about innovation and and what i've loved about watching caxton's rise is it's not just introducing new products you're also introducing new research that's leading the development of those products and i know you've just um embarked on a massive impact uh, on payroll um, study that you've, I think you've interviewed over 2,000 individuals, 200 companies, and, and uh, that's yet to be published, but should be published by the time this goes live. Right. So okay. there, will, there cool. will be a link in the show notes to those individuals. But even before we go live today, I can turn to, and for those that are interested, I will put a link to the Caxton website, but you've, you've, you know, you've released a number of different reports um, tackling various um, elements within the payroll industry from being payments in the fast lane, how payroll can mean better business growth, can we move the friction fail? These kind of articles, which are really helping people understand where the future of technology lies within the payroll process. And I think it's been really innovative. So I've enjoyed reading those. And of course, it's led to the development of your own solution, which is an end-to-end payroll solution. It's helping payroll professionals, particularly within the global space. And obviously, I know your background for me having a Caxton card was because I took yeah. it when I went to board for, for my currency changes. But um, I understand that you can, you know, it can send up to a thousand um single or, or multiple multi-currency payments in one file to over 195 countries and territories so you're helping employees get paid accurately and on time across multiple regions tell me a little bit more about your solution and and why it's um why why it's causing quite rightly a fuss in the payroll space at the minute because it's something to to consider yeah and and it, it, it's interesting that you that you introduce the, the the whole international piece because as we all know international payroll is probably the most gobsmackingly complicated thing in the whole world to get right um mm-hmm. paying people in different territories from a from a particular tax perspective is is a rare nightmare um and i think that the um that it, it, in terms of automation you know we're a long long way from being able to quote press that button unquote yeah. which uh, which i know is a, is a is a is a big thing that um uh that, that payroll professionals really kind of hate um it is although I, I would still say it's perception. where we ultimately want to get to right because then you can be fully strategic but then that's uh, that's a that's my view not yeah. everyone's okay that, that's yeah okay fine so um so in terms of in terms of what what we've what we've done we've looked at the at the payroll processes we've looked at the bureau system and the way that the way that bureaus work and the way that clients operate and particularly actually in the way that um that clients over the last 3 to 4 years have been forced to digitize um, where previously finance teams and payroll teams were perfectly happy to do semi or semi-manualized processes. Um, they are now being forced into quite considerable change and automation. So the so what we what we're offering at Caxton is, is it, I, I try and simplify it as much as possible, but um once the tax uh has been worked out, once the deductions have been worked out, um the client uh, or the or the bureau can send us a file in any format, whether it's a BAX file or a, or an Excel spreadsheet. It really doesn't doesn't matter to us because we because our systems uh, interrogate that and work it work out what what it's looking at. Sure. Um, we um, uh, we then prepare all of the all of the payments to go to the right people, right place, right time, and uh, we then using open banking drag the funds from the client's account bank account. Uh, so they don't change their bank. They don't change anything at all. Um, we drag that money in and then we make sure the money goes, whether it's a domestic payment using faster payments, whether it's 
whether it's into a, into the eurozone using Eurosepa, uh, um, whatever payment mechanism um, is applicable for that jurisdiction, that's what we'll use. So our system has technically known as a as a as a payment orchestration layer. Um, it basically orchestrates what payment goes where and and how. And from the client's perspective, it means that they are. Um, they're, they're safe in the knowledge that whether it's a domestic or an international payment, it's exactly the same file that they're sending us. Um, yeah. and, the, and, the, and the reliability of not just um, Caxton, but also the, the partners that we all the banking partners that we have, um, you know, that that will that, that will actually get to the right to the right place. Super. I, I think it's particularly relevant right now. And I, I, you know, I talk about this as a recruiter as well, because people are now post pandemic. We're hiring all over the globe. And I think if you're yeah. a payroll professional or payroll manager listening to this and you think, well, okay, they do domestic payments, but does it really impact me? I've only got a domestic payroll. You have only, I would say you only have a domestic payroll now. There's every chance that will change in the future, whether it's through your, your C-suite going through a, a period of growth through merger and acquisition, which is happening more frequently now, or whether it's just because they start hiring across global territories because it's cheaper. There's a worldwide talent pool now. It's the first time ever. Certainly that we're experiencing that as recruiters now. We're hiring for clients in the UK who need a, a specialist in Spanish payroll. Well, we can hire that individual from, doesn't not necessarily from Spain, from any country now, and it's much more accessible. And therefore, it's much more likely that these individuals will have a global pay and therefore a global currency yeah. but they may need to pay that payroll in so i think it's um the, the world of payroll is changing not just in terms of technology and automation but also in terms of where we're hiring our talent from and in the ability of payroll to interact with that talent in terms of the experience that they have because the cost of attracting new staff is expensive and certainly the cost of replacing staff is expensive and i know that very well so you want to be able to retain them through that experience um, and I think that's that's something that we've talked about in detail today. We'll make sure that data is, is secure and Caxton doing all of those things very, very well. I guess one question um, I would like to ask you with the expertise that you have and the way that you view the market, what's the future of payroll in your eyes? What does it look like for those listening to this? We've talked about where it is now and it's lots of innovations going on. What, what is it going to look like in a, I don't know what the, the future period could even be because it's happening so fast. But Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the, the most... The most likely scenario is that we're going to see the the blending of payments. So it isn't just payroll; it's it's payments as well, and the blending of the relationship between employer, banker, uh, uh, employee. Um, if, if if you actually think about what a what a bank's role is most of the time for most for most individuals, it's a conduit. It's a conduit for payments. So at the end of the month, for example, uh, money goes in from a salary or wages. And then um, the money goes out again. So it goes to the mortgage company or the or the or the landlord. Uh, it'll go to uh, it'll go to shopping bills. It'll go to house insurance. It'll go to insurance. So that it's so what what banks actually represent most of the time is is nothing more than a conduit. And I think that with the with the blending of payments and and the. Um, the reversal of emphasis of using a bank to to hold your money and to make payments from, um, and the ability for for, for uh, embedded payments to kind of uh, take hold, what we've got is the opportunity for employers almost to look as though they're holding your money. So so you you get a you get a blend when you when you join a when you join a, a, a an employer, you may or may not want to be holding some money um, with 
them rather than it going into your bank account. Um, mm. You may have a you 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 may need to have some sort of uh, pot system to ensure that you can manage your own cash flow properly. And some um, I, 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 years and years and years ago, I had an employer who um, uh, who who would um, probably illegally look after my money um uh because i because i didn't you know it kind of burnt a hole in my pocket i was young and impetuous and you know as soon as i had some cash i'd spend it um and i think that that what we're moving towards now is the possibility of employers trusted employers um uh playing the role of uh of conduit for people's funds which again creates efficiency um it, um if your um if your payroll process is uh very um rigid and strict then then you can't introduce flexibility into that you can't introduce uh, efficiencies into that um but it may well be that we see that whole relationship between banker uh employer employee um starting to really get really get merged um, we'll also see how um, things like expense management, um, yeah. the repayment of um, the repayment of expenses that that needs to go. I mean, I, I, why companies are still asking their employees to stag them the money, you know, to to pay from from their own bank account or or credit card and then reclaim through some nasty process? I have no idea because I think that's fundamentally wrong. You know, companies companies should be in a position to enable their 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 employees to make expense uh, or make expense payments on behalf of the company without having to go through uh, really heavyweight expense management processes that you know a lot of form filling. So I think that what we're going to be seeing is 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 the merging of payments generally. Um, I would love to see. Uh, much greater earned wage access uh, that yep. the employees don't don't pay for um, as part of a benefit, and uh, I think also you know we we can we can see a time when um, when when the whole uh, when the whole payroll process becomes so super slick that as you say uh, we've got much more time to spend. Uh, on strategic change rather than on, on sure. anything else and, and, and looking looking after the people that, that work for us. Absolutely. Well, I think you highlighted some really, really key points there. I mean, the expense management um, side of things was was a very, very good point to raise because this is exactly how, um, and, and and wage access being another, but exactly how payroll people can influence and improve the employee experience. And that's been a, a fundamental shift in the way that payroll is seen is actually now it can have a huge impact on the employee experience. And the value to that should not be underestimated. We both know as business owners, right, that you know the, the power of your business is, is very much around the power of your people and the people that you employ yeah. and keeping them happy and, and productive at work and then looking after their well-being and mental health and all the things that come with it. And payroll has a central role to play. And I think you highlighted that really, really well in that last response. Um, so thank you ever so much, uh, Ruby Lee Brown, for joining me with those questions. We're going to open the vault, which are three short, sharp questions for you. Uh, the okay. first is this, one piece of advice you would give to someone working in payroll right now. Uh, I'm actually going to make that too, Nick. I'm sorry. So one is it, one is embrace technology. Um, but I think that uh, one tip for life generally is that, you know, be yourself. Um, but at the same time, understand that not everyone's like you. 
Um, so uh, understand uh, that some that there are sensitivities around being yourself at times, but um, but yeah. absolutely be yourself. Be yourself. Perfect. Well, great response. Uh, second question: If you had the power of foresight and you could change the entire payroll industry with one action or one improvement, what would that action or improvement be? Earned wage access to everybody, money on demand that enables pe- pe- personal cash flow or not, because because you know we suit everybody. It really doesn't. Sure. So I think that flexibility, I think flexibility within within the whole payroll process for the employees. Yeah, it can be a choice. But as you say, very clearly through the, throughout the show, that is not charged uh, for by the employee and it's paid for by the employer or whatever. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. And last yeah. but not, la- uh, not least, a bit of fun at the end here, but something you've, as a business owner, immersed in the world of payments, if payroll were a song or a movie, what would it be and why? So back in the 80s, uh, Dire Straits sang a song, and I could—I I don't know if other people could, could can see you, but I can see on, the, on your back wall. You got a whole. I'm a big Dire Straits fan as well, by the way. Big so Dire Straits fan, exactly. So you'll, know exa- so you'll know exactly where this is coming, where where this is leading to. But um, they sang a song about the uh, about uh, perceptions, wrong perceptions about how rich or otherwise somebody is, and how hard they have to work, and particularly how hard they have to work. And it's money for nothing. Um, sure. So that would be my that would be, that would be my payroll song. I think. Great response, love that, fantastic. Well, listen for anyone listening to this show, please, please, please do check out the show notes. Uh, hopefully, the study we, we talked about, the impact study, will be available in the show notes by the time this gets published. But even if it's not, there are a number of other links I'm going to include, which links to a number of thought uh, leader studies and, and reports that Rupert himself has written or some of his team at Caxton. It's really going to help you um, understand the future of technology and how it's impacting payroll. So, if you want to learn more about this area please do check out the website. Have a look at those reports. You can find them all at caxton.io, but in actually in the show notes, I'll link through to some of those specific reports as well. There's also a case study you can download called Payroll As You Go. So it's a PDF download that you can access for free. So do have a look at that. I'll also include um, a link to the Caxton blog, which is really interesting. So we've talked about payroll as we understand it now, but if you follow that blog, who knows what the future holds? You can make sure you stay up to date with that. And last but not least, I will also include Rupert Lee Brown's LinkedIn profile for those that want to connect with Rupert directly to find out more. So thank you ever so much, uh, Rupert Lee Brown, for joining me today to talk about the future of payroll, the future of global payments in particular, data security, the employee experience, and more. It's been fantastic. And of course, if you are a payroll leader listening to this show and you want some support with a payroll-related vacancy, either domestically or abroad. We do support global recruitment as well. Please do get in touch with myself or any of my wonderful team at jgarecruitment.com. And that link will also be in the show notes. Just leave me say one further huge thank you, Rupert Brown, for joining me today on the Payroll Podcast. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. Great, Nick. Thank you very much. That's all for this episode of the Payroll Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our discussion today and gained valuable insights and inspiration to advance your payroll career or your payroll operation. If you haven't already, please, please do subscribe to the show so you never miss a future episode. And if you found this podcast helpful, please take a moment to leave us a little review on your preferred podcast platform. It's your feedback that really helps me to improve the show and, of course, attract new listeners so we can continue to raise the profile of the payroll industry for all. Finally, if you know anyone who could benefit from this payroll podcast, please do share it with them. Let's spread the word and build a vibrant community of payroll professionals worldwide. Thank you, of course, for listening. My name is Nick Day. Please do look me up on LinkedIn and send me a connection request. In the meantime, I look forward to being with you again on the next episode of the Payroll Podcast real soon.